0: First episode of Pop's Pint. This is the inaugural episode uh, where we will be discussing the delivery bag. On the line, I got my boy Luke, uh, who is the father of Adeline and Elias. Rich man's family. I didn't know about the rich man's family until I had two girls. (laughs) It's
1: no dad (laughs) once.
0: Oh, man. Everything on the internet just lives forever, and they're going to hear Uncle Lucas saying that.
1: they <laughs> to their face one day. do you worry about that.
0: Did you know that that was a rich man's family?
1: I did not. Um, it was once we found out we were having a boy. That immediately said to me, oh, you're perfect. You don't need to have any more kids. Choose enough. You have a boy and a girl. It's a rich man's family. Yeah.
0: I didn't. I, and then when I had two girls, everyone's like, ah, oh, got to go for that boy, huh? You, you missed out. And I was like, what? It
1: doesn't even make sense.
0: I don't, I don't get it either. Like, it, you have to equal out with the same sex, I guess. I don't, I, I, like, I see that logic to a degree, but I don't know.
1: I mean, the only advantage is you have, for you, is you have two girls, so, and they're very close in age. So, they should get along for the first, you know, eight years of their lives for sharing and playing nicely. Yes. Uh, they'll self-contain each other. Uh, after that, you know, you're going to have different problems, but you know, they should, you know, entertain, play. You can leave the room. Mom can leave the room and they're happy. I'm going to have a little boy and a little girl just immediately punching and fighting each other just because that's what they're going to do. Uh, so, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm at the advantage at the earlier stages, but yeah, it's debatable.
0: Very debatable. Though I mean, the only thing that I thought about when Dempsey came out the second time it was, oh my gosh, I got to pay for another wedding.
1: Right. <laughs> got to hope she marries rich. <laughs> right. I mean. <laughs> It's what you're prepping them for, right? As you're going, they're going to school, uh, not him. His dad doesn't work this type of job. Mom's at home. We can't, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough life.
0: <laughs> All right, Mr. Lucas, you know the rules. Um, throughout the duration of the podcast, it is one pint. So, what are you drinking tonight?
1: night, I'm having the traditional Guinness Stout since it is the March uh, uh, month of March. Uh, so it's Guinness all month in the South.
0: Oh, so you're, you're gearing up for the, day, the the Holy Day.
1: Yes, it's the uh, celebration month. Uh, it is the biggest time of the year.
0: People need to recognize this more.
1: That uh, they do. St. Patrick's Day is not celebrated enough all I, month long.
0: I don't. I feel like it has it lost its allure since we just left that phase of binge drinking.
1: Uh yeah. I mean, when you would go out three of the four weekends in March to celebrate a single day, Uh yeah. I mean, it does kind of lose its, uh, its uh, what's that called shine. <laughs>
0: well I applaud you with the Guinness stout I am uh, I got I found this guy um, we, I was out to eat for work and they had it and I saw the name of this beer and I was like this is amazing it's called I always felt closer to IPAs than I did to people <laughs>
1: it's a long, long name for a beer
0: it's an extremely long name but a great name Evil Twin Brewing Company
1: Ah the Evil Twin There it is
0: I feel good I had to um, Google search inaugural Just to make sure that I was using it correctly
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah (laughs) I think you are using it correctly Uh, And I'm proud of you for looking that up Fabulous Hopefully let you – show you how to pronounce the word as well. I think that was probably your bigger problem.
0: That is definitely going to be – yeah. I I mean trying to host a podcast is not going to be a good sell for my pronunciation and just grammar. But we'll get by it hopefully by drinking more and more beers. We'll definitely push through that. (laughs) So – Open up, uh, I think it, the reason that I chose kind of um, the hospital bag was it's kind of that kickoff before you're entering fatherhood uh, where it, it starts becoming real, real. And uh, I just wanted to hear a little bit about your first experience. Um, how you guys prepped with the hospital bag and maybe what you overpacked, what you underpacked, and um, how it came to use when you, when you guys actually got into uh, game day.
1: Gotcha. So, I mean, overall, as a couple, we did very little planning, top to bottom. When we were having a kid, if we were having a kid, wasn't planned. It was just like, let's see if this happens. That's <laughs> kind of what happened with the diaper bag and the travel bag and the overnight bag. Uh, it was, you want to do this today? No, mm, do it later, later, later. And then it got to the week of. I was kind of like, hey, we need to start planning this in case we have to go anywhere. Um, so, you know, uh, she picked out about four different outfits for herself. Which didn't make sense, because there's no way you're staying in the hospital four days. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it, it decision like that it was like, hey, lay it out, what bag are we taking? And then it was like, well, we're not taking our weekend suitcase, are we? Like, we're taking a small bag. Uh, <laughs> so that was, you know, It's one of those immediate, like, let's, let's apply logic to where we're going. Uh, <laughs> so, you started out that way, it's like, let's pare down how many outfits you're bringing to the hospital.
0: (laughs) So you're not even talking about your stuff, you're just talking about Caitlin's stuff.
1: Right, I mean, because her stuff is my stuff in this situation. Yeah, I'm it around, I'm dealing with the bad (laughs) For me, that's stressful. Like, having more things to manage than lose, I'd rather not take anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those situations where, like, I'm already prepped for mentally. I have a baby. I don't have a wife that's paying a little discomfort. I don't have a diaper bag. i like, you lost this? Where's this? So, like, that was my mindset going into the diaper bag. Um, did you
0: bring diapers with you?
1: Um, bring diapers with us. No, we did not.
0: Yeah, I didn't because either.
1: someone... Even, I don't know if maybe it was you or someone else that maybe recently had kids said they have them in the hospital for you. And, and it's amazing what people want for free. Not for free. You're paying for it, right? But, like, everyone was like, oh, you just take as much diaper as you can in that, that little nursery bed they gave you.
0: Yeah, that's funny, too. Everyone said the same exact thing to me.
1: And I was like, really? They're like, yeah, every night when, like, they leave your room, just unload all the contents of that, that little <laughs> bed into your bag. Because the next morning they'll refill it all the way back up. It, it was like one of the craziest thoughts in my world. I was like, 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 why? Like, it's diapers. And then I guess I never priced out diapers that I was going to spend $45 a case on diapers. Like, nah, I get why people are telling you to steal from the
0: hospital. $45 a case? You're buying the creme de la creme diapers over here, buddy.
1: Well, I'm also uh, buying the ones that like are 200 per box.
0: Oh, I do too.
1: <clears throat> really? So I guess I, I am buying Pampers.
0: Yeah, Pampers are that's the that's the the creme de la creme.
1: It is the Cadillac.
0: That's the but, restoration hardware of diapers.
1: <laughs> so I mean, on the diaper bag uh, situation is really where like, I first laid the foot down of let's peel this back. Like there was makeup bags in there. We're not putting makeup on the Yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean,
0: no, I. I don't think I saw one. Yeah, that's not. That's just the complete afterthought when you go through that trauma.
1: Right. You're not putting this on. Who are we kidding? Yeah. Um. So then, then you get to the baby. Where we back to the baby? We had a February delivery, so it was long sleeve outfit. Then they zip up a snow little suit around it, then the blanket, and then an alternative outfit in case the first outfit didn't fit, because his new board sizes aren't quite accurate. So at this point, the bag is almost completely filled with baby and my wife.
0: That makes sense, because, I mean, you're not really needed anymore.
1: No. I mean, I had already delivered what I had to deliver. (laughs) and, you know, I, I could have just showed up the next day.
0: Your package was received, yes.
1: <laughs> there was nothing there for me to do. Um, so at that point, you know, I focused on myself and I packed what I think every man probably packed, uh, a pair of socks and a pair of underwear and a toothbrush.
0: Just one? That's brave.
1: Well, we were going in. I put fresh underwear on the day we were going in. I got to change for the next day, and then you should be leaving on the third day. So I'll just wear them home because I'm going to change as soon as I get out. Brave man. Um, So that's what I had for myself. Uh, A lot of people, it says, oh, you got to pack snacks. You know, you don't know how long it's going to take. You can't leave the room. Snacks? I packed a whole whole bunch of snacks. You know, just, you know, granola bars, cookies.
0: I, I didn't even think it to like bring food.
1: I tell you, it, it's not worth breaking. No, <laughs> not eating it. Oh, your wife's just laying there because she's not eating at this point, and you're just gonna have a snack in front of her. Like that's gonna fly. You sensitive prick. <laughs> yeah. I'm laying here in pain, and you're eating gummy bears. <laughs> right.
0: I, I ordered pizza and the second baby <laughs> after her surgery. <laughs>
1: That's actually pretty,
0: pretty bad. It's really... Oh, no. It's really bad. And just to pretense, everyone, I uh, my wife had uh, two C-sections. So, I mean, she went through pretty serious surgery. But, like, she was starving, too. And, yeah. Right. I felt just... Every, every bite was so good, but I felt terrible.
1: <laughs> oh, right. I mean, like, once... Once Adeline was delivered and we went through the uh, C section as well in our first one, um, I mean, I was like, well, I'm just going to go downstairs because there's a whole cafeteria. Yeah. So another thought is, why am I even packing food? Yeah. So, again, that was advice someone gave me pack some snacks.
0: That's so funny. Uh, like, you, it would be interesting to write all the names down of who gave you what advice and at what time, and, like, just look back on it now, like, what in the God's name are they talking about?
1: Right, like, useless. Never take any advice from this person again. <laughs> well, that's. Like, right? <laughs> just, yeah, just nod your head when they speak and then move on. <laughs> um, but. Besides that, we actually went out the night before and bought an iPad. Brand new iPad. You know, I told mom it was for her, but it was for me so I could watch all my shows. I was DVR in case we were there for extended period of time.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I will say that's one thing that did suck in there was like you're not – you're just staring at a wall and – Whenever the baby does anything, you're just jumping in and out of your seat and bed, and like to not have a television or just really crappy cable that that sucked.
1: <laughs> oh, right, it's, it's there's nothing else to do. I mean, at that point, you want to walk to the hospital to see what's going on. Yeah, Like hang out in the emergency room for a little bit.
0: Yeah, and there was just so much foot traffic in and out of that thing just to have some type of distraction um, just from the amount of traffic that was going constantly in and out of the room.
1: So, I mean, from a bag point, we, we took in one of those Vera Bradley oversized weekend bags. This for a visual that we could barely zipper due to the clothes of my wife and child. <laughs> so I think we had two pairs of, I think she had two pairs of shoes as well. That's which funny. again.
0: Did you guys do wife, did you guys did you do a bump gift or I forget what they called it?
1: Oh the push gift.
0: The push gift, yes. Did you do a push gift?
1: No. no. And that's one of the things but what
0: yeah I I, mean, I I ended up doing a push gift but I was just like you got to be kidding me this is like this is like a hallmark holiday right now
1: it's exactly what that is it's like not just like that's what you're supposed to do that's like getting a bonus at work just for coming in <laughs> like, here's your bonus you didn't do you didn't do what anything beyond what we expect you to do <laughs> Yeah. Um, but then in, in our case, just like yours, we, we ended up going C section. We had an emergency section, so it was like one of, it was like one of those T V shows, heart rate dropped, everyone rushed in and Yeah. the baby's heart rate back up. Then my wife's heart rate dropped and they came rushed back in and the babies dropped real really, really low with a huge contraction. And on that one, six people ran in the room, they had a separate bed. They were lifting her out of it. They were shooting stuff in the IV. I got thrown in the scrubs, you know, and it's like, what the heck's going on?
0: Yeah, that's scary. That's.
1: But it's, at that point though, paper bag's gone. You know, you don't, you don't care about continents of it. You don't care what's in it, where it went. There's priorities that take place. Now, when you come out of those little situations and everything's cool, well you realize the two extra outfits your wife packed aren't necessary. Maybe yeah. the clothes you may have packed for yourself aren't necessary. Yeah. So from baby one to baby two, we took in a transport school bag. <laughs> which had, I had the same thing underwear and socks, toothbrush, blue well, and had. I, th- I think. One outfit.
0: Yeah, I think Lauren, I think my wife had. Uh, maybe one or two outfits. Um, one was the second one. Then we accessorized with bows or headbands. So she had a couple of different headbands and, but her, the push gift was like a, a new robe and slippers and stuff. At least I think it was for the first one. But
1: I mean, I mean it's, that's functional for the hospital. She can throw that on when she goes, that gets around and moves.
0: Yeah. I think the robe. the, I mean, the robe is definitely, um, I, and I, I think I had jeans the first time around, and I was like, why on earth did I bring this? Because I'm – like you're just constantly up and down. And,
1: right. and you're sleeping in a little folding chair, which – Yeah. Like at this point, no one can make a better hospital chair for a man. Yeah. They might as well just roll the, a sleeping bag out on the floor.
0: <laughs> it, Yeah. That was tough. That was yeah. – did you stay uh, the entire duration, like stay overnight?
1: So uh, on the C section, we stayed. I stayed. I left for a little bit because there was snow, and I had to go home and shovel out, uh, clear off the car, and shovel off the sidewalk, and then went back and got them. Yeah, i oh,
0: yeah. I did. I did the first night. I did the first two nights. I'm trying to think. We may have stayed three nights. Ours was a plan C, so we knew that. So they scheduled us like at the crack of dawn. And I mean, it was, it was wild. It was the most efficient thing that I had ever seen. I mean, it was easier to go in and check in for the C-section and get in scrubs than it was to like rent a car.
1: Right, well, I mean, that's because when you can have a doctor tell you when they're gonna deliver your child, you're giving them a schedule.
0: Yeah, you're they want, want that.
1: that. They <laughs> And our doctor actually said to us, we prefer these things like, our schedules are clear, we know who's going to be doing it, who's going to be where, and we know exactly all the outcomes. And I was like, that's just messed up. Yeah. Like, just messed up. It's a convenience thing, not an actual necessity for the wife or baby.
0: It is. It's definitely eye-opening uh, when you when you go through the first round of it, and like the overnight bag or the, the the hospital bag is just one piece of like as you just start the the new adventure of just learning new things that you absolutely had never thought about.
1: Right. Like, I I think we even had, like, pacifiers for the baby.
0: Yeah, we had – we definitely had a pacifier. Um, Which – And then it was like, do you want to take it or do you not? Because you have the lactation nurse that comes in and she's like, no, you can't confuse the kid. And you're like, what?
1: Confuse the kid? people now guilt mothers. Oh, yeah. Immediately. It is – I can't imagine why there's postpartum and other issues. When you have someone standing there like, if you give that baby formula, you're a bad parent. It's, it was mind-blowing to me. Oh, you know what? If the baby's not taking your breast milk right now. Just wait. And then we'll have someone come back in the room and try it with you. Meanwhile, the kid's screaming for 35 minutes. Yeah. And you have an easy solution pre-made sitting next to you.
0: Yeah. When we were pretty much, or our parents were all on formula,
1: right? Because it's crazy thought. You go back forty, fifty years ago, using formula was a sign that you were wealthy and affluent because you didn't have to breastfeed. Like it's it's amazing how the mindset now is completely flopped. That oh, maybe mom's milk is the best. It's, just, it's, it's crazy how things have changed And my favorite too is like we had an issue where she was not producing enough and I think that's pretty common uh, And we didn't have any formula house, so I ran out Got I go to Target and I'm walking down the formula aisle, and I think it was like three men and a baby in 1980s where they're trying to figure out what the hell to buy this kid I'm looking at the formula and there's Similac Orange Label, Similac Light Orange, Similac Purple, Similac Light Purple, Similac Blue, Similac White. All of them say it's the best thing for the baby. One of them actually even said this one does uh, promotes brain development.
0: Well, you get the brain development.
1: Right. Like, why <laughs> do you guys... And three of them were better on baby's belly. And it just—I was like, "Well, why are they making this many varieties? If they just made one, yeah, you right? make the one that
0: it hits the universal, universal population, right? Like,
1: yeah, and the price point would plummet.
0: Yeah, and how can you, how can you market baby's formula to that degree where it's just like, come on." Right.
1: And I mean, and when you make it, it smells like an animal, like a dog food or cat food. I mean, it's, it is the worst smelling yeah. stuff on the planet.
0: It's pretty bad. No, wait. Lauren, we had the same issues too. I mean, um, our first did not uh, do well uh, with breastfeeding and just really hurt Lauren. And it was extremely stressful because like – it totally makes sense but you would never think about it like that like I didn't know that it takes three to four days for the milk to come in how would I just no figured one, milk started coming when <laughs> when the birth happened
1: and, and I, no one tells you no yeah. one's like oh this might be difficult
0: yeah that was that was one of the biggest eye openers with, and which totally makes sense. You're like, oh yeah, this is the the sole way that this child can get nutrition. And I get why it would be that important. I just figured, I, I mean, it was. I just figu- figured it was human instinct, you know.
1: And that, and as a dad, all you can do is stand there and watch. Yeah. When when the breastfeeding's going on, it's like, oh, I'm out of here, and I can't say a word about it. Yeah, and that's when you when you call your friend and you're like, hey, how's your wife doing right now? With that, oh, it's not working out for her either. Great, now I don't feel so bad.
0: Well, and, and that's the other thing. I, I like mean,
1: I, I just talked to Chris; it's not going good for them either.
0: Exactly. I don't feel bad. <laughs> no, exactly, because we people don't talk about that type of stuff enough, and that, I mean. Really, that's kind of the pure purpose of this and also just connecting back with my friends because I don't have that opportunity anymore. And this is kind of uh, not forcing my hand, but making it a priority to make sure that I get 20 minutes, 30 minutes and reconnect with everyone, especially because there's just no time anymore. (laughs)
1: It's, it's, it's crazy, the, the lack of time. Uh, it's just, it's non-stop. And like, adding the second child into the factory is just, like, that's something I really wish my dad and mom would come over the next day. Just stop at one. Like, you can take that one out anywhere you want. When you throw a second one on, it's another 25 minutes of getting ready. And then when you're going somewhere, one of them's bound to explode, or vomit in the car. Crap themselves,
0: yeah. That was, uh, I mean, when you guys came up and visited us, and we went to uh, um, what was it, the bonfire just to get out of the house was like 15 minutes. Episode, right?
1: I mean, it's it's not, it's almost not even worth going anywhere,
0: yeah. Then you get there and you unpack and you sit down, and then within Five minutes you're like all right you guys ready to go <laughs>
1: all right because it's like if they lose their shit i'm gonna lose mine and i don't want to lose mine first like it's it's a tough line. like we go out to dinner now and as soon as we order our food i ask for the check
0: yeah we do the same thing too we do the same so exactly like, and we go at like four o'clock
1: oh it's fantastic isn't it
0: it, it it actually is because you're like, all right, no one's here. You you immediately check the scene and see uh, whose night am I going to ruin if my kid starts losing it? Uh, and no, like, no, no, it's just
1: damage control. To these restaurants and in the chain restaurants, they'll throw all the kids in one corner. Smart. I don't know if that's the right decision because if one kid blows up, it's a chain reaction. <laughs> Like, oh, another table's kid just starts crying because my kid's crying, and then everyone is just miserable. Like, why not spread it out a little bit? It's just, yeah.
0: Misery loves company, man.
1: But, I mean, getting back to what our original point was, uh, (laughs) uh, for the bag, I mean, I think it is all logical thought of what you need at the end of the day. It's really a two-day trip, max three days. The hospital has
0: a shower. And Actually, that is one thing that I was gonna say to bring that I didn't, and I wish I did. Was um, that the shower that I had the first time was extremely? It was so gross, and I was like, "Wow, I really wish I had some uh, flip flops right now for the shower."
1: <laughs> we did. We we did bring. Uh but uh, this feeling has the old Navy flip-flops.
0: Yeah, that's exactly, ex- exactly.
1: So I, I just, just threw them in there and stood on top of those.
0: Yeah, because it is unsettling.
1: It, it makes you feel almost questioning, am I in the right hospital?
0: And why am I taking a shower to just dirty myself again? It's so counterintuitive.
1: <laughs> no, it, it's, it, I think it's just that idea of like almost washing stress off you. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a mental thing, not an actual cleansing thing.
0: And just wake you back up. Yeah. No, I, I, I think, I, I, think the, the, the flip flops, and then uh, without a doubt the iPad because I, we had preloaded like two or three movies and we blew through those to the point where we watched them over again. And it wasn't necessarily to – I mean we weren't really watching it either like just to have it on so that you just constantly weren't staring at the baby and stressing yourself out, right? And then we had done a birth – that like I created a Spotify playlist. Um, so we bought a portable speaker too. And the portable speaker was like a savior because I mean, we didn't really listen to anything because it was C-section. I mean, and what's nuts is that a C-section is like a major surgery, which totally makes sense until you look at the people in the room and you're like, Oh my gosh, there are like 15 people in this room to perform the C-section. Like that's, Insane. I, I, oh,
1: well, I mean, I mean, all her organs are coming out. of her. It you totally makes sense,
0: but I never, okay. I just never, I was like, oh, maybe, yeah, like three or four people. But right. yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy for the amount of attention, <laughs> without a doubt.
1: <laughs> but like, one and, of my go ahead. One of my favorite was that is so um, after the, the C section was done. Yeah, everyone comes in like every 10 seconds to check, check the incision, the stitching, all that stuff. And everyone said to Caitlin, wow, this looks nice. They centered it. It's nice and even. And even mouth stitches, very nice, very nice. And, uh, and my favorite comment was, oh, it's not too high either. And I just looked at my wife after right the last and I said, it's not too high? I said, do they occasionally just do it above the belly button? Whoops! Like <laughs> Right. Like, like, what, what does that mean? And then it's, it's even. There's, there's an even amount of stitches. Like, shouldn't that always be that consistent? Isn't that what you're paying for?
0: Well, I mean, you got what you're paying for. It sounds like.
1: Right, but I mean, imagine walking out of there and being like, Oh,
0: Well, you don't know that they're like, "Oh man, <laughs> it looks like." I. I an appendix. And find out. Yeah. Eventually, yes. When, yeah. Mom's right, comparison.
1: And she shows you her scar.
0: Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> no, it was... That's exactly it. But, no, I, I think... It, you hit the nail on the head with the iPad. And, I mean, the extra clothes. It's just like... I, you, you need a pair of sweatpants and bring some T-shirts, if that, um, but without a doubt, change change underwear, some socks, but like outside of that, if food, I look at that and I'm like that's – like I would have never thought about food. The cafeteria is more than enough. like
1: Now, see, like you said bring – like when well, you went in wearing jeans. Like, I went in wearing sweatpants because I look at it like a road trip. When I'm driving somewhere, I'm wearing, I'm wearing mesh shorts or sweats. I'm not putting jeans on. I'm not wearing my khaki shorts. Yeah,
0: that, I, that, that was the second go around. But, yes, I was just like, this is so not comfortable. And, like, when you're in – when you are – I mean, after the – it's a whirlwind for – it could be anywhere from 10 hours and more right? to being re- in recovery. And like, you're like, okay. And the party just started. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> and the, the other thing too, was, uh, you got to bring just a limited amount of power cords. Yes. Like y- you can't be bringing one for every device. Yeah. I think we brought like three cords on the first car up, which was like, oh, I'm trying to clean them up. And I'm like, ah, this isn't worth it.
0: Because the bed is, and there's such limited space. And I think that's kind of like the key point, too. If you overpack, you're just kind of screwing yourself because within four hours, more to track. Yep. It's everywhere it's all over and you can't move in the you can't move in this r- small room that you're supposed to cohabitate with your newborn your wife and the endless amount of people that come in and out of the room yeah
1: uh, it, it is a I mean at least it's one room I think my mom told me when she had us there was two two women in a room yeah
0: that's nuts <laughs> and I Especially because you know that the kids are just waking each other up.
1: Meanwhile, you could smoke in the hospital, though.
0: That's insane. So you know (laughs) your mom was ripping butts.
1: Oh, she was smoking away.
0: This kid's finally
1: out of me. I'm going at it. (laughs) It's been nine months, even though she smoked the entire nine months.
0: (laughs) All right, my friend. I'm I'm finished my beer. I'm I would assume that you're on your third Guinness by now.
1: I did finish two, so uh, I apologize that I did not stick to the first rules of the uh, of the show. But it was still enjoyable.
0: It was enjoyable, and I'm shocked. I'm like we're in like 30 minutes, and I thought we were gonna. I thought it was gonna be like a 10 minute, 15 minute. You're not that boring. I thought you were a lot nah, more I mean, boring. Like-
1: it's a little rough start there. We gotta work on some timing. But in general it turned out
0: pretty good. Yeah. And I mean, I mean you're you're the first and now that means you're a regular now.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. I'll be brought back for the uh, the uh, the podcast multiple times when no one else will agree to call it.
0: Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. That's yes. <laughs> <pretty much.
1: laughs> we we'll have to get we'll have to get one in studio together, maybe.
0: Without a doubt, I've got I, I got equipment on the way, so I don't have uh, my heavy breathing and the static going on in the background.
1: Oh, well, that doesn't bother me. So I'm just gonna be your listeners. I hate that. <laughs> uh. All right,
0: Lucas, hang on. I'm gonna stop the podcast, but um, hang on, and we'll uh, I'll I'll enjoy another beer with you after this.
1: Real quick before you cut before you cut me off, uh, I want the listening audience to know that during this podcast, I eight-month-old son was screaming upstairs, and I did not break off. I let the wife handle it. Very important father duties.
0: Delegation.
1: Delegation, right. Not to overreact.
0: Yeah. I mean, you understand the important things in life right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, All right, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, brother. Yep.